Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Great. Good morning, everyone. 10.06 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania. This beautiful August 3rd. 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Cadaro Show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic and reliably right, and yes, the double entendre is intended. Well, today we're off politics, and we're at the Tech Bridge Innovation Conference at the Radisson Hotel in downtown Scranton, and there is a a fascinating gathering of business people, high-tech and otherwise. I mean, we were just talking to Coterra Energy. You wouldn't normally think of that as uh, high-tech, but this guy is. It's Mark Gonzalez. He's with Site2. It is a data company. He's a cybersecurity expert. He's speaking at the conference today, and he runs the Lackawanna College Computer Technology Institute. It's funny how everything seems to go through Lackawanna College. That's why I'm happy we'll be talking to Jill Murray uh, later. But uh, first of all, Mark, welcome. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. So you're you're a University of Scranton guy. We were talking during the news, and uh, you go to Prudential. You're you're a tech guy, and during that process, you sort of start to discover, hey, here's a real need. Yeah, yeah. I learned kind of early on in my career, even though I went to college for computer programming, that I didn't like programming. <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, you kind of have these epiphanies in life where you yeah. got to realize what you like and what you don't like. Did you say, son of a gun? Yeah, I was like, oh boy, my parents wouldn't like to know about the amount of money that they invested in my college education that I don't like it. But thankfully, I stayed in the, uh, you know, in the tech vein. And uh, over the years of working at Prudential, I, I bopped around from different careers, did help desk work, um, and eventually got into compliance and found that I loved it. You know, it's the kind of career that a lot of people hate when you're having to deal with auditors and having to report on your findings. 
But when I started getting into compliance, which is you know ultimately cybersecurity, you have to comply with many federal regulations or industry regulations. That's when I found my passion. And uh, when did you start Site Two? So we started Site Two in 2005. It's Clark Summit based. It's Clark Summit based, but it was originally in Carbondale, Pennsylvania, in the incubator in Carbondale. That's where my business partner Mark Magnin and myself started the business. Um, and here we are, 17 years later, uh, continuing to operate it. We did have an interesting. Uh, stint where we were acquired by Diversified Information Technologies two years into our evolution, um, and then had the opportunity that uh, Scott Byers provided us, he was a CEO at the time, to reacquire the business in 2008, and so we've been operating the business independently since. What does Site2 do? So we're a cybersecurity consulting firm. We help organizations who are highly regulated to comply with their cybersecurity standards. So uh, some of your listeners may, may be surprised, may be not surprised that in this valley there's a number of Department of Defense contractors and manufacturers that are helping to build and uh, differentiate us uh, on the battlefield uh, with technology. And so we help them to comply with Department of Defense standards for cybersecurity. Uh, we also help, help healthcare organizations with HIPAA regulations and financial services firms uh, uh, credit unions, small banks, you know, big, large corporations, Fortune 100 organizations like where I, I used to work at Prudential, they have departments for everything, right? They have a cybersecurity department, IT department, compliance department, but small and mid-sized organizations don't have that luck. Right? But with you, they don't need it. Right, so that's that was our approach <laughs> is, hey, if doesn't? you don't have that uh, built in, that expertise, that technology in-house, we can provide it to you. So both as a managed service as well as, as consultants. So let's talk cybersecurity writ large. It is on everybody's mind. We hear about hacks of information, of banks, of government agencies, of where, where all of the sensitive information is. We hear about hacks of our own personal computers. Uh, it's, it's a big deal to be prepared from a cybersecurity standpoint. Yeah, I mean, you think about a physician who went into practice to help heal people, and now all of a sudden they're having to deal with adversaries, domestic and abroad, looking to steal their healthcare information, their patient information. Healthcare information is actually the number one target for hackers because it's so valuable, right? Social security numbers, um, insurance information, that can be sold on the, on the black market for a pretty penny, shall we say. And um, yeah, so it, it is a daunting task. It's a task that requires a complete team effort um, you know, one of the things that uh, we heard from CISA, the uh, Cybersecurity Infrastructure and Security Administration, a number of years ago was, if there was one thing that you can do to help thwart these adversaries is to raise awareness, is to make sure that your team, your entire organization is operating as a team. Um, because a lot of organizations like to put hats on people and say, okay, you're the cybersecurity guy. It's your responsibility to take care of all of them. Well, no, not when you're the person that's receiving an email that has an attachment in it. That and everybody's on the computer. Right, everybody's using the computers, everybody's receiving emails, everybody's receiving spam, um, getting phone calls that they're saying that there's somebody that they really aren't, or getting those text messages that say that they're a bank, oh, your, lot, your account got locked out, click on this link, and now all of a sudden we're gonna help you get out of that situation, calling you pretending to be Microsoft. Um, that requires everybody to be on the same page, everybody to play by the same playbook. Um, so it's a team sport. It requires everyone to understand the threats and to be help, helping to prevent them. 
We're talking with Mark Gonzalez. He is uh, one of the owners of Site2, a cybersecurity and data company. Uh, the threats are somebody in their basement to concerted hacks from foreign adversaries that are just looking for a place to get in. But, and, but somebody says, well, I've got a small company here in northeastern Pennsylvania. Why do I need to worry about that? Or is this, are there going to be some Russian gangsters after my information? Yeah, the unfortunate reality is these hackers don't care what size your organization is. Um, they're doing things, you've heard the term phishing, where you kind of cast a broad net and you're just hoping that you catch somebody, that someone gets hooked. Um, it's, so they're not really paying attention to the size of your organization. They just see that you're on the internet, that you're, you have an email account, and they don't know what's in that email account. Do you have social security numbers? Do you have access to financial information? Is the device that you're using a device that you're also using for banking? Um, they don't care if they get $2,000 at a time. It doesn't have to be a treasure chest that they open up of hundreds of thousand dollars or millions of dollars. Um, if they get $2,000 at a time, they're pretty happy. Yeah. Um, and it's organized crime, quite frankly. I mean, they, you get ransomware on your computer, they'll put an 800 number on your screen to call and when you call, it sounds like a professional help desk. Hi, oh, yes, you're calling from this address. Yes, we see that we've locked down all your computers. If you'd like to get uh, you know, your computers unlocked, please send a wire transfer of $30,000 or Bitcoins uh, mounting to $30,000 and we'll unlock your systems. And there's no guarantees that they're gonna actually do it. And if you do pay them, are they gonna come back? Um, so yeah, so it can be a, a daunting task to try and uh, thwart them. Nobody kind of has the perfect answer, but it requires vigilance at all levels within an organization. And it starts with the leadership. And that's what we're talking today about, right, is innovation and leadership. Sometimes leaders feel like it's their responsibility to constantly be innovating, but it's also their responsibility to respond to innovation that's happening around them, whether they like it or not. You know, and if, whether it's in their, their sweet spot, whether it's in their area of subject matter expertise. Um, so it can be challenging. How much cybersecurity competition do you have in in this marketplace is, has it is it burgeoning here as well is it is it uh, uh, you know site two I'm, I'm hearing of you today I, I've been aware of your company actually um, what type of competition do you have in the marketplace here yeah th there are a number of uh, technology service firms locally and in the region who are offering cybersecurity services we don't see it as much uh, as competition as a partnership. It's kind of like what I was saying earlier. It's a community effort. It's a team sport. We partner with a number of these other IT service firms locally to help provide complementary services. No company has all the answers or all the solutions. Oftentimes we go into companies where they already have a managed IT service provider, but maybe they're only providing the phone system or maybe they're only providing printers or things like that. So we partner with them to provide firewalls and added security monitoring and alerting, notifying their owners when someone gets a connection. We recently had a client uh, their name shall be not mentioned here, but uh, where we noticed at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning uh, that one of their email accounts was connected from a Nigerian IP address. So that means an address, a computer address in Nigeria. And we, of course, immediately contacted the Some company. prince, obviously. <laughs> or a relative. Um, who, uh, yeah, we notified the company. We said, is by happening this employee 
traveling to Nigeria right now? And of course the answer was no. And so we immediately locked down that account and we were able to prevent it from cascading into a, a more terrible situation. Um, but that kind of active monitoring and awareness is the type of services that we can provide that is complementary to some of the other service providers in our region. But I can tell you that right now, putting on my hat from Lackawanna College, is there is actually over a million job openings in cybersecurity worldwide because the demand is so high, because there's just such a need and there's not enough professionals out there. So we're trying to graduate students as quickly as possible to get out there in the workforce and start helping that team effort. Well, they couldn't have a much better teacher than you. You've, you've been through, you've seen it all, you've been through it all, and you're, and you're, in, you're in the fight every day. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're constantly in the trenches. We're seeing what happens in reality. Um, and it educates us every day. You know, you introduced me as an expert. The reality is in this field, it's hard to be an expert because you're constantly learning new things. Um, I go into a room where I speak to, to professionals about uh, cybersecurity, and, and I'm always learning something new about a new scenario that a company had to face of how the adversary got into the network or got into their email account or got into their smartphone or onto their wireless network. It, it is amazing the things that you see of how the tactics that these adversaries are using. You mentioned earlier foreign adversaries from foreign governments. That's called an advanced persistent threat. And the key word there is persistent. You know, when you have a foreign government that's funding your efforts to try and hack into a company, they're not going to stop. When you have a 16-year-old in a garage, yeah, they're going to try and find the lowest hanging fruit. They're going to try and get into and, and if they find a firewall or something that prevents them from getting in, they're going to move on to the next target. But when you have a foreign adversary that's fully funded and is hell-bent on getting into our infrastructure, our water supply, our electrical get grid, they're eventually going to get in. So what you need to have are defenses that are going to help mitigate that once it happens, that doesn't let it be a full-blown disaster. Um, and obviously we're doing it at a small and mid-sized business level, but there's companies out there, obviously large organizations that are helping big companies do the same. Well, one thing you'd recommend anyone who has uh, the proclivity for uh, tech computers, whatever, to get into this field because there's tons of jobs. And the other you would recommend, quite obviously, is we don't care how big your company is. Prepare. Prepare. Yes. Preparation. You know, I always talk about whenever I'm have anxiety about a certain situation, the best way to deal with that anxiety is by preparing, um, whether it's presenting at TechBridge or whether it's dealing with foreign adversaries. And so raising awareness within your company, having a governance team, from the leaders of all the different divisions within the company, join that governance team and raise awareness. Um, raise an awareness to how some of the tactics that some of these adversaries use, the phone calls, the emails, the text messages, but even social media. You know, so many people are using social media and they're broadcasting when, what they're doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you're basically giving the keys to the kingdom to these adversaries. So when somebody hey, tries to- we're down the shore. <laughs> right, right. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> you're not minding this shop. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's those types of things that uh, people all, unfortunately share too much information not only about their private life but their work life you know you get these government contractors that are so happy that they just won a, a contract with Lockheed Martin or, or General Dynamics that the first thing they do is broadcast it on social media and all of a sudden like okay great we're gonna go after them because now we're gonna get the next widget that is used to whatever we just discovered you yeah how convenient yeah so it's, it's amazing. Mark Gonzalez site 2 is the company he's a cybersecurity expert data company uh, he's not. He's speaking at this conference, and he runs the Lackawanna College Computer Technology Institute. Thank you so much for stopping by, being our guest today. 
uh, enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you very much. You too. We'll take a break on the Bob Cadaro Show. We will return. We are back. Well, that's Peter, Paul, and Mary. Number one easy listening charts hit this date, 1963, blowing in the wind. And uh, I, we, we touched on it, Hitler opening the 1936 Olympics. And uh, Jesse uh, Owens uh, stuffing it up his garbage compactor, uh, thank God. And that was him winning the first of his four gold medals for the United States at the Berlin Olympic Games. Well, we're joined now by Angelo Valletta. He is the new CEO of the Ben Franklin Technology Partnership. And uh, Angelo, first of all, welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Bob. It's uh, it's an honor and it's a blessing to be here with you. Now he's a South Philly guy, and uh, you know I'm a Mama Yolanda's Dante and Luigi fan. I mean, uh, I I lived down there for three years and just absolutely loved it. Well, they put that stuff in my baby bottle quite nicely, Bob. <laughs> so uh, yeah, great restaurants. Uh, Dante and Luigi's is still in business. Still going, yeah. You can you can do uh, do some food there in South Philly if you're there. Uh, but uh, I haven't been there in quite a number of years, but uh, it was a great place uh, uh, to grow up back in the day when I was growing up. You know, Bob, uh, it's funny that uh, I had a friend of mine send me a text uh, that when uh, MTV opened uh, with their first show, I think it was August 1st of 1981, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? That was The date was closer to Pearl Harbor than you and I are talking today. So just remember that. I was... I was in college at that point in time, so uh, it's amazing how time flies. And it seems like yesterday. It does feel like <laughs> yesterday, that's for sure. So how does a South Philly guy get into, you would mentioned your, your previous position was FinTech, and, but, but tell us a little bit about your background, how you got to, to here. Ben Franklin. Sure. Thank you so much, Bob. Uh, honestly, it, uh, sometimes it's a little bit of luck. Sometimes it's uh, being in the right place at the right time and uh, having the skills to back it up at the same time. And I, and I think I bring uh, an engineering background to a uh, philosophical leadership and management perspective, all tying them together uh, uh, to be able to, to for, uh, culminate, really, the, uh, to, to the last 10 years of my career. I couldn't have picked uh, this, this uh, Northeast piece. Uh, and uh, Ben Franklin Technology Partners any better, right? So engineer geek turned uh, management and leadership uh, parlayed that into uh, running Ben Franklin. I learned about Ben Franklin from a friend of mine who was running the Ben Franklin out of Southeast PA. Uh, she's an, she was an icon in the business. Um, I uh, really was asking her when she's going to be retiring, right? You know, so I said, and uh, quite honestly, she said uh, there was somebody already in line for the Southeast PA job and that, uh, you know, but keep your eye out on Northeast PA. And uh, the organization would, was run uh, by uh, uh, Chad Paul, who was uh, there for two decades uh, running the organization. He retired, uh, and uh, I was introduced to a couple board members as well as a uh, mover or shaker in the Northeast PA. Uh, one conversation led to another, and 150 applicants later, I was the last man, last person standing. <laughs> We're talking with Angelo Valletta. He's the president and chief executive officer of the Ben Franklin uh, Technology Partnership, Northeast Pennsylvania. Let's let's go back to foundations. We know a little bit about you, Angelo, but tell us about this Ben Franklin deal. Yeah. We'll see it on press releases. 
Ben Franklin did this grant, did that grant for this company, that company, so forth. Tell us what it is. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll talk about really what our mission, and I'll tell you, and that really kind of goes into what we do, right? So we invest in early stage organizations. We also invest in established manufacturers, and we invest in those organizations that support entrepreneurship programs, right? So think TechBridge, right? Where you're here at the TechBridge conference, we support them from a monetary perspective. Uh, Can Do in Hazleton, we support them from a monetary perspective. Many of those individuals that graduate from those organizations come to us as early stage. We're one of the top 5% early stage seed investors in the country. And we're able to do that with a grant from Pennsylvania, right? The great state of Pennsylvania uh, grants us dollars. Now, this is not a handout. We need to match those dollars, dollar for dollar, which allows us to make very aggressive investments into these early stage organizations where we know they're not all going to succeed, but that's okay because the successes well, if you don't invest, then you won't invest yeah. in the successes either, right? Yeah. So it's very important that uh, we, we kind of focus in on that. But we also invest in established manufacturers. So we, we, we figure out that an established manufacturer needs some support from maybe a business process reengineering or maybe a new technology that they want to implement. And they're a little short from a dollar investment perspective will do a grant for them. They don't have to repay that back, but that's our give back to the state because what they do is retain jobs, refresh jobs for the state of Pennsylvania. Our jobs that are created pay a third more than your average non-farm payroll wage earner, right? So the difference, Bob, is making almost 50,000 to making almost 80. That's generational wealth difference. Right. That's that. That is a huge difference. That's from just scraping by to really uh, being able to invest in the future of not only yourself, but your children and your children's children. Right. So very important from that perspective. And we do that. And the state grants us those dollars. And uh, that's why I was part of the governor, uh, Governor Shapiro's uh, action committee to where he put together a group to say, how could we invest more in innovation? How do we invest more into the state? Because the Ben Franklin Network returns $4 for every dollar invested by the state. And I'll say that again. For every dollar that the state invests in the Ben Franklin Network, $4 is returned in tax revenue. That's and, and job creation. And, and, you know, it's, uh, we're talking about Angela Valletta, the President Chief Executive Officer of Ben Franklin Technology Partners, Northeast PI. I, get, I don't have to look at my papers. You got it right on your... <laughs> right. right. <laughs> uh, it's, it sounds like, I mean, I, I've been aware of them, but I'm an entrepreneur of some type. I'm some business. I want to do something technology-related or have a, an offshoot of my company that's technology-related. Do I start with you? How do I get to Ben Franklin? I always say definitely start with us, right? And if you're too early, we'll suggest one of the incubators that we support. Now, here in the Northeast, we have six of them. 
six incubators that we support no matter where you're at here in north if you're in wilkes if you're in scranton if you're up further north in the far northern eastern part of uh, of, of our region right mm-hmm. we'll find a, 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 an incubator for you to support you in your journey and uh, then when you're ready you have the idea maybe you have a patent maybe you have the product or service you have the code written whatever be the case it doesn't really matter then you graduate from them and you come to us and then we'll support you monetarily but it's not the dollars that's the most important it's the ecosystem that we've put together bob that allows us to be able to bring internal and external experts to help your journey as you move your organization from the early stages into a mature organization and then beyond right so maybe you maybe you set your organization up to be sold maybe it's to be an ipo and you know what? Maybe it's just what we call a nice lifestyle business mm-hmm. to where you, uh, you're you comfortable of hiring 20, 25 employees, uh, making two hundred fifty to $500,000 a year. You know, that's a success, Bob. Right? I mean, it's, it's a huge success. And I don't judge any of the entrepreneurs from that standpoint. They're a fabric of their community. They're the ones that are uh, supporting uh, Little League and uh, dance concerts and ballets and, uh, and, and putting their name onto organizations, into the communities that they serve. Boy, oh boy, it's beautiful when you feel like you're a little part of that and be able to be a fabric of the community. Angela Valletta, President and Chief Executive Officer, Ben Franklin Technology Partners, Northeast PA. So happy you stopped by to tell us what it's all about, and uh, we'll be hearing a lot from you. Thank you, sir. Peace and blessings to all. We'll take a break. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What, what are you telling me, Johnny? Is this time for the weather? All right, Bulldog. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast. For meteorologist Joe Snedeker, today more sun than clouds. It's gorgeous, humid with a chance of showers. High of 82. Tonight, fair, low of 65. Friday, a mix of sun and clouds with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High of 82. We're at the live at the Tech Bridge Innovation Conference, the Bob Cadaro Show. Uh, down here, Don Webster founded this thing, and it is the neatest thing in the world. I, and the thing I forgot to do during the course of the last hour was to thank our hourly sponsors, Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. You could beat the big box blues at Dunmore Lumber. And we had Mary Regina told us, she told us yesterday that convenience at Dunmore Lumber Company, that's where you beat the big box blues. And then the Marjan Golf Course, my home golf course, the best food in golf, the best bargain in golf, Marjan Golf Course. And we're joined by now Lackawanna County Commissioner Chris Chermack. He's here at the conference participating, seeing what's going on. Chris, this has to give you optimism for the economic future of Lackawanna County and all of Northeast Pennsylvania. Absolutely. Well, it's, and it's good to be a part of it. I'm glad the county steps up and, you know, and helps, helps with some of the funding. Um, but Don does a great job. And, I mean, just look how far we've come. In the, in the past, I don't know, 30, 50 years, we've gone from coal mines to now technology. Um, we have some of the best people in the country, you know, in northeastern Pennsylvania, hardworking. And, you know, these entrepreneurs, it, it, what, a great, what a great thing for them just to help them get started and get things going. I mean, we're at the crossroads with the interstates here. I mean, we're just, we, we have access to everywhere. So it, it, it's, all, it's all, all great stuff. Yeah. It's, it's good to be a part of it. Uh, you, you mentioned Lackawanna County has gotten involved in, in these kinds of projects and you've shown personal interest, obviously you're here. Uh, they seem to mean a lot. And I, I was commenting on how young the group was here. Uh, which is not a normal gathering in Northeast Pennsylvania. It's nice to see. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, and I, that's what I've, I, when I was here with the last group um, up at uh, one of the buildings that they use, and it's just amazing how they do their kids. But these, these guys, they have visions and they have ideas, and I'll tell you what, it's pretty, pretty impressive, yeah. I will say, absolutely. Well, Chris, thank you for stopping by to see us. Uh, Chris Chermack, Lackawanna County Commissioner. Uh, we're happy you're here and, and showing your interest in this because this is, this is a big deal. We, it, we appreciate it. It's, it's a huge deal, and, and we have to support this, and we got to grow our area, and we're doing that. So it's all, I'm happy to be a part of it. Good stuff. Chris Chermack, we'll take a break and be back. August 3rd, 1968. By the way, happy birthday, Brother Mike. The Doors move from number nine to number one with their hit, Hello, I Love You. And the reason I think of my brother Mike is that I always thought of the Oakland Raiders as the, uh, uh, I always thought of the Doors as the Oakland Raiders of classic rock. So uh, that's how that connection came into my pea brain. 
Bob Carroll back with you here on WILK. We are live at the TechBridge Innovation Conference here at the Radisson Hotel in uh, downtown Scranton. And there's another big event taking place. We've talked about it before. I, I got to hear him on Nikki Stone. We've had him on TV. Um, but Marco Marcinko is with us for the Jazz Festival that's going to be taking place here at the Radisson and 21 other sites around downtown Scranton. Marco, welcome. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, appreciate you uh, talking about the Jazz Festival, which is this weekend, August 4, 5, and 6 in downtown Scranton. Like you said, at about 22 different venues. If you go to scrantonjazzfestival.org, you could see the whole schedule of all the performance places. And we're very excited about this weekend. It's our 18th annual Scranton Jazz Festival. 18 years we've been at this. And it's top quality uh, people because as you I think as you broke it up into all these different venues instead of one site it used to be here at the Radisson uh, I think that the artists from around the world are saying this is a special event in in jazz you know what's amazing is we get to really showcase our city show off the downtown and as you said we have artists that are international national regional and local all mixing and matching at this festival, coming here to Scranton, staying in the hotels, participating, playing great music. And if you're just a music fan, you don't have to be necessarily a jazz fan because there's also blues at this festival. There's funk, there's world beat, there's some R&B, there's a, there's a plethora of stuff. There's Latin music that you could check out. So it's, it's just a great weekend of artists coming and celebrating here in Scranton. Well, I, I got to see you last Saturday night down at uh, the casino at at uh, uh, Ruth's Chris, where you where you were almost the in-house guy. Uh, I'm a I'm a Marco Marcinko groupie. So where, where are you playing? Uh, this is just selfishly for me. Where are you playing this weekend? What what's venues? Uh, we are going to be uh, playing with the Pittsburgh All-Stars, myself, uh, Kevin McConnell coming up from Philadelphia, and uh, John Shannon on guitar from Pittsburgh, PA, Rick Matt, and Reggie Watkins, both from Pittsburgh. We're going to be playing at PJ's Pub inside the Hilton Hotel on Friday, and then my Latin Jazz Quintet and kind of a jam session sort of atmosphere will be playing there Saturday night, so both Friday and Saturday you'll uh, you'll have that at the Hilton Hotel but also at the same time you'll have a so whole I bunch <laughs> you'll have over a dozen other venues to you know choose from the again go to the schedule scrantonjazzfestival.org so you can see all the venues uh, and all the places in downtown Scranton that uh, have live music happening this weekend now, I had people uh, I remember watching people last year and they they had a little they made themselves a little list yeah. And they were walking around, but even in the midst of the list they made to, of groups to go see and places to go see them, they're stumbling across other places that they didn't even know had the music. Right. That's one of the charms of this festival is you'll be mapping out your progress of what you want to do on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And as you're walking through the streets, something else will distract you and you'll spend a little time there hearing a brass band or a duo playing or a quartet somewhere in on a corner. So it's it's quite a lively atmosphere. I, I 
I make a comparison to New Orleans in a way, because if you go on Frenchman Street in New Orleans, you get a numerous amount of clubs and bars yeah. and unassuming places with wonderful musicians playing all the time. Marco Marcinko, Jazz Festival, downtown Scranton, 22 sites, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Please come out and support us and come and check out our headlining group, Take Six, multi-Grammy award-winning vocal group at Lackawanna College on Saturday night, and then the great Scranton Jazz Festival Big Band at the Ritz Theater on Sunday night. Please come out. Beautiful. Dave Loggins had the number one easy listening charts hit this date, 1973. Please come to Boston. I didn't uh, remember that open to the song. That's why I didn't know if we were on the air or not. But uh, appropriately enough, and we do bumpers, even though it's a talk show, we do music bumpers and music history. So the, the, the interesting segue is we're talking with Dave Yeager, his company Showcase. He's a native of the region. He's speaking at the conference this afternoon. He's got a major music industry background. We hope to get into that a little bit. And he just launched an app to disrupt the emerging artist segment of the music industry. And uh, one of our previous guests talked about that. He's a former TechBridge business plan competition winner. So he's born and bred with all of this stuff. This is great. Dave Yeager, welcome. Thank you so much. Great to be here, Bob. Tell us about Showcase. What is it? I mean, I, I said what the words are, but but tell us what it is. It's an app, and I mean, everybody thinks they have an app in them. You do. I do, and I actually made it happen. <laughs> it took me three years to build, uh, probably ten in my head to get it out actually into an app. But it's finally here. We just launched two months ago on May twenty second, and uh, we're full steam ahead at this point. So you know, Showcase uh, really is really centered around emerging and independent artists really giving them their moment in the spotlight and putting them on center stage and creating contextual conversations about who they are as a person, their journey through music. Um, it's a daily introduction. So every single user of the app gets fed a showcase of the day. It's an up and coming emerging artist with some music that introduces their style, a brief background, where they're from, what they're about, some of their influences, and just a really way to contextualize music again. I think not taking away from streaming, but I think a lot of it has become so commoditized over time that I really wanted to build something that kind of brings back that nostalgic feeling, and I'm dating myself, yeah. but kind of listening to an album, reading through the liner notes for the first time. I, that's, I was just gonna say, that was my reaction. You, reading that album cover yeah. was really a neat thing when I was growing up, and I'm obviously dated. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's that active listening experience that I think has gotten lost over time with the inundation of content. And I just wanted to bring some of that back some, and adding those connection points again where you're fully immersed in the artist and in their music and just engaged. Um, there was a, there was a, a venue in, in Los Angeles called Hotel Cafe. It's a very iconic venue. A lot of the artists I used to manage perform there. And when you're in that venue, you can hear a pin drop. Just the entire audience is fully captivated by who's ever, who's ever on stage. And that always just sat with me. And I just I pulled a lot of elements out from that venue especially. And I really wanted to build an app that conveyed those same emotions. Yeah. And so here we are. All right, so it's an app. So I'm a music, I'm, I'm a music lover, and I want to uh, explore artists or whatever. Tell, do I go to Showcase online on the internet? What do I do? Look, I'll just I'll just say this. Number one, like again, we complement all the other streaming services, Apple Music, Spotify. And Apple Music was, you know, I, I helped build that uh, back in the day. Um, definitely hold that near to my heart. And we complement those services. Um, 
But with Showcase, I wanted to build this effortless experience. I'm a dad, I've got two, twin four and a half year old girls. I don't have that really that time to kind of go out there and actively seek for, for new artists that I want to support. So it's an effortless experience. Anybody can open up the app and get hit with that showcase of the day. It's not based on your, your taste profile. It's not based on your past listening habits. It's not AI driven. It's all human creation. I've got myself and my, I've got a whole team behind me that we're tracking thousands of artists at all times, engaging with every single one of them. Um, it's fully human, human curated. And we have every single touch point along the, along, the, along the way is working with those artists. Everything down to the day that they get showcased is usually centered around an album release, a single release, a tour date, a news announcement, something. It's, it, the artist gets to really choose what, show, what day they want to be showcased. Um, we, really, we really pride ourselves on being genre agnostic. I think genres have become so blurred over, over time with a lot of crossover. And so we want to be able to expose people to music outside of their own listening habits. So the showcases are genre agnostic. Some days it might be hip hop. And I, and I go to showcase.com. What do I? Daily. So showcasedaily.com is our, is our website. It's yeah. also our handle across all social media. Uh, and, but you know, the app is, is called Showcase. Uh, we just launched on iOS. We're open uh, on beta for Android right now. We just launched the Android beta last week. And we're planning to release that publicly around Labor Day. So we'll be full platform. iPad, the iPad version is coming hopefully next week. I got so, my iPad Pro right here, it's, baby. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous yeah. app. It's really based on simplicity. Um, I really believe in beauty and simplicity. I think with so much noise out there right now, I want to create an effortless, effortless, effortless experience that really just kind of, again, puts the artist back on center stage and creates you know, conversations around them. We don't have a lot of time left, but I, I, I want people to understand that not only have you developed this app, but you're a music industry heavyweight. You've been in all aspects of the business. Like this is not. This is almost a a, a, a avocation for you. Like you're saying, hey, how do I deliver music better? But you've been involved at so many aspects. You know, I, I'm, I've always say that I'm blessed to have been in music my entire career. I, I know some people that have tried and you know haven't made it as far as I have and. And I'm grateful. You know, I started out as a recording engineer. I used to produce in Nashville quite often. When I made my way out to LA, my first internship was in the publishing world. So you know, the publishing world. And then I kind of transitioned over to you know the, the technical side of things, the building platforms. You know, working at Universal Music Group for almost a decade, building out the Beats Music streaming service, going to build Apple Music Service. Beats. Most I recently, mean, all these names like Beats, boom, boom, yeah. everybody gets it. And then most recently at Zoom, overseeing content licensing, content yeah. operations, and so, and also just managing artists along the way yeah. um, as a passion of mine. So I'm very passionate about independent emerging artists. I think there's far too much talent out there that doesn't get their doesn't get their moment in the spotlight. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I want I'm hoping, you know, knock on wood, that this is my swan song. Yeah. It's my career. I'm working in the industry for twenty five years now. Um, I've been wanting I've always had an entrepreneurial bug. And uh, I, like I said, I've been building this now for three years, and I'm just grateful. I just made my way back here from Los Angeles about a year and a half ago, and it's great to be planting my roots here yeah. and just seeing such a support system that's surrounding me and my vision for sure. I made the decision from L.A. about 40 years okay. ago, so I get it. I get it. They all think you're crazy, but I get it. That's right. That's so true. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Dave Yeager, the, the uh, app is Showcase. Look for them. If you're a music lover, you're going to love it. And thank you so much for stopping so by. Much, Bob, it's great to be here. Thank All you. Right. Uh, we'll take a break. It's news time. We're a little over, but that was worth it. Bob Cadaro on The Eponymous Show. We roll on after the news. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 